Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. This is TCRS, the Coach Road Show. It's been a great week here on TCRS, starting, of course, with Illinois State, then uh, UConn, Northwestern, and today we are going to be talking pit softball. So it's been an awesome week here. Of course, all of our guests are brought to you on the 100% Food Hotline Blast Off with 100% Food. Visit com. 100% food, probably the most effective meal. We're back live with Pitt Softball Head Coach Holly April right after this. The camera is going to go on both people. If you're in those big moments and the winning runs on base and they're throwing it, they hit a base at the outfield and it's the center fielder throwing it to the plate. Either the goat's going to be the center fielder who missed the throw or the hero of throwing them out. What's relevant is what you bring on that day and how hard you play and how hard you attack. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. Now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And you're listening to us live again, as I mentioned, on the 100% Food Hotline. Check them out at spacenutrientsstation.com. Joining me right now, though, on the 100% Food Hotline, making her return to TCRS. It is my pleasure to welcome in Pitt Softball Head Coach Holly April. Coach, welcome back. Thanks so much, Jared. It's great to be back. So, Coach, first of all, great season for Pitt Softball last year. What were some of the things after last season was over that you really wanted to go into the fall concentrating on and also this early time once the team gets back before you all start uh, tournament time? Sure, yeah. Yeah, we um, we had a really exciting season last year, and I think um, a big part of that going into the new year here was just that it's a new year, it's a new group, and that, you know, we can't expect that, um, you know, we know that teams are going to be more aware of us, we're not going to sneak up on anybody, and I think that was a kind of a key aspect of, of all of our development in the fall and how we approach things and then kind of acclimating our freshmen to, to the new atmosphere. Um, but just that idea that, um, you know, winning winning is really, really hard to do. And programs that have a tradition of winning, that win year after year, it might look easy from the outside, but it is not easy. So just kind of getting that a point across that just because we had, you know, one year where we kind of broke out, that there's no guarantees for the future. We're not promised anything, and we have to continue to do the things that, that got us there, and there's still no guarantees, you know. Um, we have to stay healthy. Things have to go right. But that's more of, I guess, an internal thing. But with the girls, it was more of just approaching it is that we need to continue to work hard and do the right things and um, that there's no guarantees. We have to work hard. So, you know, Coach, you lose a, a great senior um, in Savannah King, but now obviously mm-hmm. it's, it's all about next player up. What right. Kind of talk to you know last fall as you're preparing for this season. What you kind of talk to your seniors in particular, Shelby Pickett, about coming into her senior season and really having to be that go-to leader for this ball club. Hmm. Well, you know what? I'm really fortunate in that. Um, we have we have a couple kids that in our seniors that are fifth year seniors they're 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 mature they have great focus they've they've been through a lot over their careers ups and downs and they really have a good idea of of what we need to do what the team needs to do and 
throughout their time here, um, Shelby Pickett, Maggie Sevilla, uh, Jenna Modic, I've really tried to encourage those guys to take ownership of what they're doing and that the team is theirs. Um, you know, as coaches, we're here to, I frequently call myself our coaching staff facilitators. And I think that we, you know, we do what we can to get the players going in the right direction. So as much as possible, I want them to take charge and take ownership of what they're doing. And I think that, you know, it's always tough to lose people like Savannah King, people that are huge contributors on the field that, you know, statistically, like when you lose a pitcher that has won um, many games for you, you're going to feel that. But mentally we want to still have that same approach and that same focus. And that's where, you know, we talk to those guys, people like Shelby Pickett about having, maintaining that same focus and they know what it's about. So um, we're just encouraging them to, to stay with it. So coach, let's jump into this once actually, before we get into breaking down your entire roster and where everybody stands at this point, you sure. mentioned the, uh, a couple other seniors there, uh, Jenna Modic mm-hmm. and Maggie Sevilla. Want to let everybody mm-hmm. know we tweeted out something this morning um, from our Twitter account. The handle on that is uh, at PCR Show. That's at PCR Show. Go on there right now. There is a link to Justin's World of Softball and his ACC predictions. And all three of those seniors, Pickett, Modic, and Sevilla have been named uh, top seniors to watch by Justin's World of Softball this year in the ACC. So go check that article out as you're listening to the show. Uh, Coach, let's get into it. It all starts in the circle. Um, Kayla mm-hmm. Harris, Sarah Dawson, Jenna Modic, where does this group stand right now in your mind? Well, I think they've had they, – the three of them all had a great fall, and I think that – um, they've just been working hard to, um, you know, the fall is where you're, you're more like breaking things down, working on things, experimenting. And then when we hit practice in the spring, um, you know, want to, you want to be implementing those things, not that you don't work on things anymore, but you're really gearing up to, um, you know, for what you're going to do. So I think, you know, Kayla, Kayla Harris, I think had, an, had a really great year last year. She really came on in the postseason for us, pitched some terrific games, um, particularly against Cal and the regional. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, she's really ready to step it up. She, she is ready to, you know, kind of assume the role of um, the, you know, kind of our, our lead dog, I guess you could say, um, and, uh, you know, take the reins there. And then Jenna Modic, um, one of our seniors who, um, you know, she's a, a, a great um, vocal leader for us and a big time hitter for us. She's also going to see some more time in the circle, um, and then complementing them is going to be Sarah Dawson, who is our freshman pitcher. Um, I think that, you know, it's going to be um, – they're all going to see a decent amount of innings, Kayla probably with the most, but, um, you know, we, we see how that goes, and I think that um, they're all ready to come in and contribute. So, Let's go behind the dish now. Shelby Pickett, obviously, mm-hmm. there, as well as Catherine uh, Duran. I mean, this, this is obviously a very strong position for you. How much are you looking for them to be able to go out there and just take charge this season and and really Mm -hmm. be that loud communicating catcher? Right, right. Um, completely, you're completely accurate there. Um, Shelby, Shelby spent probably more time. Well, she spent more time at third last year. Um, we're looking for her to catch a lot more this year. Catherine Duran, senior, also who has spent 
basically her entire career behind the dish. So um, really those two are both, they're really both terrific. They really take charge. Having that good, strong catcher back there to direct traffic, to help your pitchers, which is a goal of both of theirs, a focus of theirs to really enhance the pitcher's performance um, is huge. And I think that we will be very strong back there. And, um, you know, I kind of, I, I do whatever I can to encourage them to just, just take over back there. So now going over to the left side, uh, as you mentioned, Shelby Pickett spending a lot of time over there at third base last mm-hmm. year will, mm-hmm. will be behind the dish this year. But you have a freshman. Fill, fill everybody in on Alexis. And, again, as a freshman coming in to not only softball in general, but also the ACC, knowing that she's going to see a lot of stuff over there, what makes you – or what have you seen out of her on and off the field – that makes you say, I can stick a freshman in there right now and she's mm-hmm. ready to do this. Right, right. You know, Alexis Solak, she she played in a terrific organization, the Illinois Chill. Um, so I think that that, you know, that helps. I think that when you're used to playing top competition day in and day out throughout your summers, um, I think that that helps, helps prepare you for, to a certain extent, to what you're going to see. So she was well coached prior to coming here. And um, I think that what I've seen from her is just a maturity and a, um, you know, she's, she's kind of unflappable. Um, She doesn't, she's, she's very even keeled. So she doesn't get too up or too down. Um, And, you know, she, she enjoys playing that position. Um, She enjoys making those plays. And like, you really like the corners are tough positions, especially third, because it's reactionary. You're going to get some balls shot at you hard, um, things like that. And there's a, there's a lot of responsibility there in terms of the short game. So I think just like, I, I, I think her, her maturity level and just her, her excitement about playing the position. And then I think she's also, you know, um, looking pretty good offensively for us too. So um, I just, I like the way that her approach. So let's go over shortstop. Michaela Taylor will most likely be there starting for you. Olivia Gray, the mm-hmm. freshman, backing her up there at shortstop. Talk about those two for us. Sure. Um, Olivia Gray is someone that we actually we recruited as an infielder primarily. Um, when we get over there, we're going to talk about the outfield a little bit, and she's probably going to see some, some time in the outfield, but she is our probably our main shortstop backup. Michaela Taylor, really, as a freshman, she had a tremendous freshman year, um, both defensively and offensively. Um, she's a terrific player for us, and um, she really holds it down at shortstop. She's, an, she's just an outstanding shortstop. She had, you know, as a freshman, it's a, it's a ton of responsibility to play that position. Um, you know, being strong up the middle, uh, catcher, pitcher shortstop center fielder that's kind of like the the you know the crux of playing good softball or good baseball and I think that um you know she really has a great sense for that she's she just really I think enjoys playing her position too just a love for being out there and the challenge of that position um where there's so much responsibility and just she wants the ball and uh that's really what you want out of a shortstop, someone that just wants to take command and just it just really enjoys being out there, a loud communicator, um, and she's doing a great job for us. This is TCRS, the Coach Roach Show. We're talking with Pitt softball head coach Holly April. We're going to take a quick break. On the other side of this break, we're going to go over the outfield. We'll talk about what Pitt softball looks like at second base as well as first base. We are live today on the 100% Food Hotline. 
head coach Mike Lateef. Coach, welcome to the show. It's always good to have a celebrity in town. Man. Welcome to Lafayette. Welcome to Cajun Country. Glad to hear. Our game is like a boxing match. We we are like two heavyweight, you know, boxers in the ring. You're gonna give a blow, but you're gonna take one, and you got to give one back. And you just got to stay on your feet until you can get that knockout punch. I think this team does a great job of making every member on the team feel valuable, understanding that everybody in in the lineup or on the bench is is contributing to this program. They all have a job that day, whether it be, you know, writing a chart, being the pinch runner, starting in center field, whatever it is, everybody has a job and they're all equally important. If you drink a Yoo-Hoo and you don't like it, I will give you your money back. And now it's time for your host, Jared Rogel. And we're back live here on TCRS, the Coach Rogue Show, on the 100% Food Hotline. Again, check them out, SpaceNutrientStation.com. So, Coach, I'm going to give everybody the top two players on the depth chart at each position in the outfield. Then I'll get uh, your thoughts on all of them. So, left to right, we have Ashley Sills, Marissa DiMatteo, uh, center field Aaron Hirschman, Ashley Sills, and then over at right field, Olivia Gray and Georgiana uh, Zuramenko. Coach, talk about this outfield. Looks to be a very strong outfield for you this year, even though it is a little bit young. Yeah, I would agree. It is a little bit young. It's a little bit inexperienced, but I do think it's very strong. Um, Aaron, I was talking earlier about being strong at the middle. Aaron Hirschman in center field. Um covers a ton of ground she really and that's what you want from a center fielder somebody that can really get into the gaps um she has a strong arm um she's been working very very hard through the fall and through the spring practice um and i think that and she's also come a long way offensively she's looking very strong offensively um and has made a lot of good strides so i think aaron she's improved her communication and um, we're really excited to see what she can do in center field. And then I think, you know, as strong as your center fielder is, it helps the, the uh, you know, the, the people around you. Um, and, uh, you know, Ashley Sills is a kid who will uh, get to start in left field likely. And she she's a senior. She's also seen time in center and can hold that position down. Um, and she's helped Aaron tremendously. I think having Ashley out there, the veteran, um, you know, she's really helped bring um, Aaron along, um, and I think that, you know, Ashley is a kid that provides all kinds of things for us in terms of leadership, um, also uh, being, you know, very solid in, in left field, um, and as a, you know, a vocal person for us, um, and I think that, you know, she has just contributed a lot um, through our season last year and will continue to do that. So, um, and then Olivia Gray in right field, um, Olivia is new to the outfield. As I mentioned earlier, she's a backup at shortstop, um, but she has a she has a good, strong arm, very accurate, and is very athletic and adapts well to all kinds of different things. Um, so, just being a being a very good athlete, I think that she, um, you know, she's kind of she's just like whatever you need me to do, coach, and she's ready to go. Um, she's aggressive, willing to dive, willing to. I mean, she will sacrifice her body. She will, if you tell her to smash into a wall, she will do it. Um, so not that I would do I that, that, but she I would. I love that. Um, <laughs> yes, very much like that, willing to do whatever we ask. And she's doing a great job of learning that position. Um, and then, um, you know, as we go down the depth chart, I think that one of the great things about our team this year is even though our roster size is a little bit small, we have, we really do have some very solid depth in our positions. And I'm 
quite comfortable with if, you know, gosh forbid, we do have an injury, um, you know, with, with the next person going in um, and also just rotating some people as we need to. So, um, in left field, we have Marissa DiMatteo and then Morgan Shea. Morgan is a senior. She's done a great job for us her all four years, um, primarily a pinch runner off the bench, but she also has made a lot of strides um, offensively, and, you know, that's something that we always look to, and she does a good job in the, in the outfield and has become very communicative and has become a much better player and has really done so many things, done whatever we've asked, and she's seen time in, a, like, a lot of different places, so her adaptability has been great. And then Marissa DiMatteo is a freshman for us who, again, an in, someone we recruited as an infielder who we're kind of projecting into the outfield as well. Um, so, and she's done a great job of learning and developing, um, and she'll probably see some time in left field and just kind of learning the position because she really hadn't had much time out there before that. Um, Georgiana Zaramenko in right field and Taylor Myers in right field. Um, both doing a good job. G, uh, that's Georgiana. She um, is one of our big hitters. She got some. She got some big hits for us last year. And um, offensively, we want to get her in the lineup. And she's also quite versatile. She does a really nice job of going some different places. And uh, so we're going to try and work her into the the outfield. Um, and then Taylor Myers, strong defensively, um, really um, doing a lot of work on her hitting and um, does a really nice job in right field. So we have some nice depth in those outfield positions. Second base, uh, Maggie Sevilla, Maurice, uh, Marissa there as well. Mm-hmm. What do you yep. – just the overall, again, kind of like that catcher spot, just the overall communication that you're going to need out of that second base position. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you seen out of Marissa so far uh, that gives you a good feeling about her there as that backup? Right, right. You know – Marissa, she's she's a terrific second baseman. She's a terrific infielder. And I think um, we have – she has spent probably almost all of her time in the fall, a little bit in the fall, but and through the spring practice, working on her outfielding skills. So she's just a few times transitioned back into her most natural position of second base and just doesn't skip a beat. She really um, – she really – like I feel comfortable with her going in there despite kind of concentrating more on that on that infield or excuse me, outfield. Um, she's just very, just very smooth, great hands. Um, and, um, you know, if we need her to come in there, I feel real confident with that. Um, she's also a good communicator. So, um, and I think, you know, the, the, uh, projected starter there, Maggie Sevilla, she's just been, she's been our rock. She's been our rock for four years in the infield. She's the loudest, most vocal kid, highly encouraging to all of her teammates, um, great leader, um, plays hard every day, every practice, always shows up, always ready to go. Um, would also run through a wall if I asked her, probably not as aggressively as Olivia would, but she would do it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, so Maggie's going to hold it down in second base, and we're really excited to see what she does this year. So so her name, let's go over first base coach, a name that we have not mentioned mm-hmm. yet. Uh, yep. Caitlin Manuel and then uh, Zaramanko backing her up there mm-hmm. first. Right. Fill us in on yep. Caitlin. How has her progression been for you? Well, it, it's also been really tremendous. I, I I really I I love our infield. I not I love our outfield as well. But I I work primarily with our infielders. So Caitlin Manuel, you know what? She be, prior to coming to us, um, 
you know, she's a junior this year, but prior to, to getting to pitch, she spent a lot of time in the outfield. She was at first base a little bit through her summer program. But when we, we put her at first, she just adapted so quickly and has really worked hard at that position. Is, and is, she's a terrific first baseman. She really is. Not a big, huge kid, um, not super fast, not like the huge arm, none of those things really, but gets it all done so well. Um, good communicator. Um, she does not miss. She misses virtually nothing over at first base. Makes all kinds of terrific plays. Heads up, um, and uh, we really like what she's doing over there. And then yeah, G backing her up. G, like I said before, that versatile kid, and she's she's um, spent some time at first base for us, and I feel pretty comfortable with her as well. So, so coach, one of the big things about putting a team together is obviously going out there and recruiting, and when it comes mm-hmm. to the players and parents side of that it's making sure they can get their kid on a good club team what Mm -hmm. is it that makes the next level such a good club team and one that's been so successful for you and by the looks of it will continue to be a good feeder system for this pit softball team um, you know, the, the club level, I think, you know, I think high school softball is important too, in terms of, um, like winning and developing and then being on a good club team. I think it just the preparation and the, nothing can completely, completely prepare you for what you're going to get into in the daily, um, workouts. And sometimes we call the grind of college softball, division one college softball. But, um, I think, you know, the, those, the summer program does, especially day in and day out, if you're playing top, top competition, it can better prepare you Um, just in terms of the, you know, what you're going to see from pitchers having to make more adjustments. Um, I think, you know, if you're a good defensive player, um, it, you're, you know, there's going to be things to learn, probably communication, things like that you're going to need to develop. But um, I think that, from a you know from an offensive standpoint, the better pitchers that you can see from the team that you're playing on, um, the more it, you're able to adjust, um, develop a good approach at the plate, those kind of things. So, um, I think it's you know that that aspect is certainly important. Coach, I'll tell you what, it's been great having you on the last couple of years, and it's really interesting to see how your players have developed under your system. Last question for you, I want to go back to Justin's world of softball. One of his biggest questions in the ACC coming into this season is, can Pitt capitalize off their postseason success of 2015 and build on it for success in 2016? In your opinion, what does this Pitt team have to do? Obviously, although be it a new team, what what does this team have to do to build on last year's success and have another very successful season and hopefully even go further than you did last year? Mm-hmm. You know, I think stay focused on what's directly in front of us. We sometimes talk about as the, the next 200 feet. Um, staying focused on having good practices and um, preparing for our season and not getting ahead of ourselves. Um, you know, we can't win the ACC tournament today. Um, whether, you know, that's a goal for us, we have to be able to maintain our approach and control the things that we can that are directly in front of us. Uh, and part of that is, you know, just controlling our, our mental outlook and having a good attitude and staying focused on those things that, like I said, that we can control. Um, and I think that, you know, everybody wants to, you want to be able to build on that success and, you know, generate that momentum. But we also know that 
you know, we worked at that. We worked to get to where we got to last year. Like at the beginning of last season, I don't think that we could have, most of us, if asked, probably wouldn't have known that we were going to get where we did. But we stayed we stayed in the moment, and I think that that's what we need to continue to do, not get ahead of ourselves um, and not put pressure on ourselves to do more or be more. Um, we have some great players, and they just need to do what they do, love what they're doing, and have fun doing it and not get focused on results or trying to repeat past success. Coach, thanks a lot for joining us here today on CCRS. All the best, and I know we'll have you on again throughout the season as well. Yeah, yeah, always a pleasure, Jared. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. want to let everybody know and remind everybody, we cannot announce it yet, but as we did last season with uh, another school coming on the show every Monday, we will be doing that again this year every Monday throughout the regular season a Division One head coach will join us, and all I can say right now is get your boots on, get the lasso ready, because it is going to be a Western ride. With that, don't forget, everybody, um, check out SpaceNutrientStation.com. Make sure you follow TCRS um, on Twitter, at TCR Show. That's at TCR Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook, The CR show and that's the CR show and make sure you guys jump on if you're listening to the show right now uh, you can follow Pittsburgh on Twitter you can also like their Instagram account we have links on the show description with those until next time later times everybody <laughs>